0: Hello, and welcome to the last episode before the holiday break. This is going to go on a bit of a break. You know, we've been working hard this podcast <laughs> all year, bringing you guys the good stuff, the sweet the sweet juice.
1: Except for the month of August.
0: <laughs> Except for the month of August. What do we do in the month of August? We, which is terrible? I think we
1: took the month of August off. Did we? Yeah.
0: Oh, we must have. Yeah. Sure. That yeah. sounds good. We did. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> we've been at <added>, it. So... <laughs> So here we are with episode 164 of this show. Um, you found us. Good for you. We're on a bunch of different places. Anchors, Googles, Apples, Spotify. You found us.
1: Uh, Stitcher.
0: Stitcher. Yeah, all of them. Like um, uh,
1: pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts.
0: On Twitter at rftcs1 and Instagram. where uh, just reviews from the crawlspace is a block. And there you'll be able to find uh, what we're working on currently in past episodes. All the uh, album artwork for every album that we've reviewed so far. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's cold and dry, and that really wreaks havoc on the lungs. It's very old, cold. Old wheezy here. It's
1: very That's very really cold. cold
0: to me uh me. So yeah, so we got that. Follow us there, and I'm gonna mention uh, on Spotify our what I call our killer playlist. We have a RFTCS Radio. So check that out. That has been curated from everything that we've listened to so far we That's go that we've been yeah, on spotify yes because like today there's albums that are don't just don't show up on anywhere so. so the best we could there I think we're up to about 700 songs or so very good playlist
1: it is a good playlist
0: and uh, yeah check that out Some some good listening if you need to over the holidays to escape the family <laughs> if booze isn't doing it enough for booze and drugs aren't enough for you listen to some music here <laughs> <laughs> um, spend spend all the holidays with our playlist so, what do you have for us
1: okay, so today, three kind of interesting albums mm-hmm. Jerry Jeff Walker and his album called Reunion, Carol King and her album, Simple things, and an album by a band called u k called Danger Money
0: well i yeah, I'm laughing about something, but when I get when we get to it, I'll explain why I'm laughing uh, okay <laughs>
1: yeah, don't. Don't leave us all out of the joke.
0: Oh, I'm going to I'm going to leave all of you. Ah, ha, ha, I find that amusing to me. Ah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> yes, this pleases me.
1: It pleases you. Pleases
0: me, yeah. I know the Google Translate or translator transcribe will probably fuck that up too.
1: All right. Okay, what do we got? First up, Jerry Jeff Walker reunion. Jerry Jeff Walker was an American country music and folk singer-songwriter. He was a leading figure in the progressive country and outlaw country music movement and best known for writing the 1968 song Mr. Bojangles. And no, it's not on this album.
0: No, this is not the one.
1: (laughs) In fact, I'm not sure whether he ever recorded it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, he had a cult following that supported him throughout a recording career that lasted. Um, Sorry,
0: he, I just want to interrupt you. Sorry, I think he did a version with David Bromberg.
1: Okay. And I know
0: Bromberg did it. Did the oh, song, yeah, it's that
1: one. We were like...
0: Yeah, we were like, what the fuck? That's a song. Yeah, that was on that album. That Mr. Bojangles Bo Jangle.
1: was rolling in his grave.
0: I think he did. Uh, this guy did do a version of that. But I think he was just more known at that point for writing those. Some He's of those, got a lot
1: of albums. Yeah, a, lot, man, a lot, a yeah. lot of yeah. albums. Sorry to interrupt you. I think 38. Yeah. He yeah, did 38 yeah. albums. Um, so he was active from the 60s into the 2000s. It's been said that his work was literate and rowdy at the same time, and that his performances were balanced by the gift for a prospective lyric and he shone through his sometimes rough, plain-spoken vocal styles. So some fancy words there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fancy wordsmithing. In
1: the latter, latter part of the 70s, <clears throat> Uh, He got to drinking and drugging, and those two things were taking a uh, toll on his career. Mm -hmm. He was getting quite a reputation for uh, missing shows or being too drunk to play, and he fell deep into debt. So with the help of his wife, a good woman, Mm -hmm. he got clean and sober and settled his finances, and then he started his own record label. He recorded at a steady pace through the 90s and the 2000s reunion was his 17th album released in 1981
0: and really the second second to last in his mainstream he only did one more cow jazz which is a fucking hilarious title yes he Did I one love more that, yeah. and then and then he, no more he did his own like you said he did his own record label and everything after that was his
1: yeah record label, so. yeah so the producer on this album was Barry Beckett 516 producing credits to his name he's been on the podcast before mm with Side Johnny and the Asbury Dukes. Jukes. Jukes yeah. And their album, The Jukes. And also Bob Dylan, Slow Train Coming. Oh, crazy. Uh, he also worked with Kim Carnes, Art Garfunkel, and Phoebe Snow. Track listing on this album, mm-hmm. uh, Side A, Maybe it maybe Mexico, Sailing, Taking It As It Comes, Got Lucky Last Night, and Bittersweet. Side B, Some Go Home, Morning Song to Sally, She Left Me Holdin', for little Jesse, She Knows Her Daddy Sings, and Pick Up the Tempo. The runtime, 36 minutes, 22 seconds. For context, mm-hmm. his before album was The Best of JJW, 1980, and his after was Cow Jazz. Cow Jazz.
0: 1982. Cow Jazz. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's a hilarious title. certainly uh, is. Uh, I want to start with, like, there's a couple, I would say two songs on here. Um, first song that I kind of liked was uh, the first song on the second side called Some Go Home. And actually, there was a song on the first side that I thought was pretty funny called Got Lucky Last Night. Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, it was good.
1: <laughs> that was one of my favorites from side one, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it was cute. It was cute. cute. It yeah, it wasn't,
0: it wasn't like graphic or like no. uh, or sexist or anything. Like, it was just cute. Was just, yeah, He yeah. was happy because he got lucky last night. Yeah. And just talking about it. He was kind of like strutting around and, and uh, talking to his buddies about it. So, yeah, it was... <laughs> It's kind of funny. Uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting one because he pulled it out and there's this Jerry Jeff on there. and It's like, oh, fuck. Here we go with another shit kicker album.
1: Another country, yeah.
0: But, I mean, it still is country, but it's not, it's got a lot of variety. It, honestly, I was just trying to figure out a way to explain it. It's like out of all of these kinds of country albums that we've had lately, it's a bit of a palate cleanser in a good way. It was, It was a nice airy, break, kind of lighthearted. The album does not take itself serious. No. It's not like uh, one of the old, you know, like I said, the old country ones where they're all like, ah, drinking and fighting. He's at this stage, he's like cleaning up and he's kind of looking back. It's more retrospective. That's kind of what he said the reunion part was. It was about a reunion with himself. Yeah,
1: exactly. So,
0: So it was kind of interesting. He had, like, there's country, there's a bit of rock, there's, like, big band kind of music, like New Orleans kind of big band style stuff. A bunch of different blends and uh something you had mentioned too that he's got a fantastic voice
1: oh god yeah i fell in love with his voice like i could listen to this album in its entirety again and i will go and listen to more of his stuff yeah, yeah. um he's got a very chris christopherson sound yeah to i'm his with voice. you in a couple of
0: songs really he does sound like that it's like that right blend of weathered like he's got a he can actually sing yeah. but the voice is a little bit weathered and worn like it's got like it got a history yeah. to it yeah it's not gravelly but it's it yeah he does got got a fantastic got a fantastic voice
1: and and doing the research too it kind of made me fall in love with him as a person too because he you know overcame a lot and got his shit together and got back on yeah. track and you know made a very good career um for himself and then you know in the i think he died in what did i say 2020
0: 2020 yeah
1: So I think in 2012, he was uh, diagnosed with throat cancer, and he died in 2020, and um, he's got the sweetest face. (laughs) Like, he's just got the sweetest face, and...
0: That's how you get into trouble.
1: I really, yes. You should know. Um, I just really, really like this album.
0: Yeah, like I said, it was one that was just a nice kind of break it didn't just a lot of these albums tend to just get into one groove or one tone or one whatever and it didn't stay there it had a bunch of different things the first side is like the more rock side and the second side is more the kind of ballad side yeah
1: i kind of i kind of thought of it as kind of like a pop rock pop rock yeah that's more of music or album and i was really surprised when you said i like this album because i generally you know know what your taste in music is and this is on the surface, not one. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I would agree. Yeah, like.
0: yeah, this is this is definitely not normally one I would, but for whatever reason, it just like it just hit a bunch of like I said, it was like a palate cleanser. It just it was like, got a good voice. It wasn't serious. It wasn't the same message over and over. It was a little bit retrospective. So yeah, it was. And like I said, the variety of songs and the genres and having the album kind of split into two helped. Yeah, it was like wasn't too bad. Like I said, there's a couple of songs on there that I would add to our list mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity. Yeah. So, so yeah, a little bit surprising. I'm just a you surprised. you might be able
1: to find. There's a couple of best of
0: they, albums on there. They don't have any of the songs off. One,
1: this. the one does. Oh,
0: it does have. Although no, the yeah, one that you yeah, like, the one
1: that I liked uh, was, so much uh, was, I think it's the one for his daughter.
0: For little Jesse.
1: Yeah, for little Jesse. It's just this really nice, soft, lovely, yeah, song that he sings for his daughter, and it's beautiful and
0: yeah. And I will say too, um, the it's you know the mix is pretty good, which also really helps. Like it's got you know there's some good drumming in there, some good yeah. guitar playing, yeah. And it uh, it it sounds decent enough. Like it's a solid mix. What do I have here? Solid mix, yeah. yeah. It's good EQ, good space, so stuff like that really kind of makes a difference. So
1: yeah, I like this album. Yep,
0: no, I did. I'm gonna go check make sure I have all my little points here. Yeah, not on Spotify. That's the biggest thing. No, I got it, got it all. Sounds good. Okay, so Reunion, Jerry Jeff Walker, uh, South Coast Records, Catalog, MCA 5199, Canada, 1981. This is an original pressing, and it does have a hole punch. Uh, The condition, the cover is poor. Uh, It's weird, The, the cat number is readable off the spine, but the spine is just like... Exploded,
1: yeah, because the front and back of the album are okay, but the really decent shape, yeah. But the end, all the edges, the edges edges all the way
0: around are just smushed, yeah.
1: All that rustling around in the crawl (laughs) space,
0: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Getting pissed on by rats. (laughs) Oh, where are we at here? Covering of the spine, blah blah blah. Okay, sleeve printed with the original with lyrics that's in good condition, and the vinyl is actually very good. We played it a couple times and had no issues. So, uh, the audio, as I've mentioned already, isn't really solid. It was a good mix, and uh, it actually, it's funny. I actually didn't even notice that note that I put there. The mix is solid, but you don't notice it, especially the second side, as much because it's it's ballads and quiet. It's just like him and a piano or whatever. But in some of the rocker parts, you can definitely notice the mix really kind of stands out a bit more yeah. and, and livens up. So, so yeah, i will we'll go with that. So, art direction and design by Dick Reeves, and John Wilson. Uh, photos by Jim McGuire. Dick, an American art director, designer, and head of Dick Reeves' art, uh, design. I thought it was had art design, but it's not art design. Dick Reeves' design has uh, seventy credits. The first time on the show, which is always surprising to me when we have so- something like that. Seventy is not huge, but it surprises me sometimes that yeah. we haven't come across these. Yeah. And the, quite often, they have covered. They have done work for artists that we've covered, but just not that one specific album. Um, his other credits include uh, Carol King willie nelson and guy clark Um, john an american illustrator designer with 17 credits the first time on the show for him as well and literally oh the 17 credits are almost identical to the other guys uh guy clark carol King, willie nelson (laughs) so uh jim an american photog with 571 credits first time on the show that's 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 the other thing yeah
1: totally
0: you have almost 600 photo credits or art credits and you have they haven't been on the show yet. That's that's pretty bonkers. Yeah. Uh, his credits include Ronnie Millsap, Chet Atkins, and Emily Lou Harris. Yeah. And that is, that is it for me.
1: Yeah, because we've done almost 500 albums.
0: Yeah. For sure. All right. They're just revising. Okay, I'm done. So uh,
1: Discogs, the rating's three out of five with two people rating. Resale value on this album is $6, $6. $6.93, and $9. Hmm.
0: And that's weird, too, for... I mean, some people might not like it, but it's just weird for an album that really probably hasn't been in print forever.
1: No, it's out of print. Out of print, and... This one in cow... I want to say cow jizz Cow jizz.
0: The
1: cow Or like uh, somewhere I read they've been out of print yeah, for a long time. Yeah, they're out of
0: print, and you can't find them like in any street. So it surprises me sometimes when something like that is you think it would be a little bit more. Than, yeah, totally. So. Um, yeah, and the
1: ones that are like really high value, yeah, you kind of like, go, Why?
0: This, everybody's wow. got a fucking copy of this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody and their dog.
0: Yeah. So what'd you give it?
1: I gave it three out of five. Yeah, me too. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I debated about that. I had it as a 2.5, but...
1: Oh, see, and I was I was kind of going between three and four, but...
0: I don't know if it's four, but... Yeah,
1: and that's what brought me back. It's
0: today. definitely not two. So yeah, three... I
1: enjoyed it. I'm going to go look for more of his stuff. Yeah. Pick some songs out of there that I really like. If liked. it was on
0: Spotify, I would probably listen to a couple of the songs again.
1: I'll throw it on my own personal playlist. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right, Jerry Jeff down.
1: Alrighty.
0: Yeah, a little bit of a shocker. I think my, my dad and parents were surprised when I said, I kind of enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. What? Why? <laughs> How? How?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, number two album up, Carol King, Simple Things.
0: That's funny. I had a whole joke about it, the two, because it's so fucking similar to 07 Simple Things album. Cause oh, 07 yeah, yeah. Simple Things yeah. album. Well, it's actually really similar style of cover. To that, oh. so and then when you first thing you type in simple things, when you're looking for the album, this is for me the zero seven stuff kept coming up. So I was gonna make a joke about not zero seven. I actually wrote it down. See, not zero seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, then for else, messed up, list-
1: up in your own joke. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I was just gonna say, like you, go out there when you're done listening to this episode. Go listen to 07's uh, Simple Things. Or I'm yeah, pretty sure it's a Simple Things album. It's really good. Yeah. We listened to it quite a bit, ba- quite a bit back in the day. Anyways, continue. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's one of those ones that we pull out every once in a while and go, I haven't heard this one for a long time, and it's good.
0: Quite often shows up on our chilling lists on Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
1: So, So, Carole King, an American singer, songwriter, and musician who's been active since 1958. Uh, I think she was born in... Wow, 58. ...42? Okay. So, 16? And interesting, I found this out, and I'm going to go do some more research on this after It says initially as one of the staff songwriters at 1650 Broadway. So I'm like, "Is that supposed to mean something to me? What is this all about? So I typed1650 into old Google mm-hmm. and found out that it's in New York, uh, Midtown Manhattan. yeah, it's called the Brill Building. You know what you know of it?
0: I've heard of the Brill Building, but I don't know in what context though.
1: So it's uh, Midtown Manhattan, and it's credited as the birthplace of rock and roll. A hit-making hive where the fifties and sixties, where in the fifties and sixties, it was a place where many of the era's most famous hits were actually written.
0: Oh, okay. So, so we, songs like "Locomotion,"
1: why. "Breaking Up Is Hard to Do," "Wild Thing," Peace of My Heart," "Calendar Girl," "Up on the Roof." Crazy. I so it's this hive, battery, and like yeah. Neil Sedaka was part of it, and okay, so. a bunch of other names that wouldn't be so recognizable because they didn't go on to sing yeah, their own yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's like a factory. He's, uh, yeah, like I was going to say it is. A it's factory. like a factory, but they make songs.
0: Yeah, totally. They're pumping it, just pumping it out. What's next? Just write the next one, write the next one.
1: So she actually, after 1650 Broadway, she actually went on to her solo career. So King's major success began in the 60s when she and her husband, Gary Goffin, wrote more than two dozen chart hits. Um, then Ch- her success chart came... Top chart toppers. Chart toppers, yeah. <laughs> her success as a performer did not come until the 70s when she started singing her own songs, accompanying herself on a piano. She made 25 solo albums with record sales estimated at more than $75 million, hmm. uh worldwide. She's won four Grammys. She's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, once as a songwriter, once as a, as a performer. Uh, she was the first woman to receive the Library of Congress Gershwin Prize for popular song, and she's also a Kennedy Center honoree. Simpler Things is her eighth album, released in 1977, and she's the producer on it. Truck listing, side A, simple things, mm-hmm. hold on, in the Name of Love, Labyrinth, and You're the One Who Knows. Side B, Hard Rock Cafe, Time Alone, God Only Knows, To Know That I Love You, and One. Runtime, 45 minutes, 45 seconds. For context, her before album was Thoroughbred, mm-hmm. 1976, and the after album was Welcome Home, released in
0: 1978. Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, so I tell you'd you take a crack at this one
1: i thought this album was boring mm-hmm. there was no real standout songs on it mm-hmm. the songs were kind of mediocre yeah like they were
0: underwritten or developed or something
1: i feel bad saying that because i ha- i owned Carol yeah T- you have King's tapestry had, yeah
0: you've had it was a big you know and hit. that
1: song was very important to me it mm-hmm. brings back memories Mm -hmm. of that time when I hear the songs from it. Yeah, from back in the day. And this was very not memorable Oh, no, it was entirely forgettable. like I said, I feel bad saying I don't, (laughs) I didn't really dig it.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a piece of shit, but, uh, there's a couple of things kind of to to pick you back up what you're saying, because I agree, is that I was kind of looking forward to it, and then... You know, because Carol King, whatever I know, I'm aware of some of her songs and shit. And they put this on, and it's just, it's just slow ass adult contemporary yeah. crap, and not even good slow ass adult contemporary crap if there could be such a thing. It's just I have like right away after thing I have like no songs to recommend. I, none of the songs are memorable. They run into each other. In fact, two or three of them literally sound like others. They just took the the beat or rhythm from other songs and then she put other new lyrics over that she's done and the lyrics themselves are fucking kind of are trashy not trashy but just shitty they're simplistic they're like i said i keep kept thinking underdeveloped when i listen to this album it just sounds like they needed more time to figure shit out
1: yeah, what i say it's her eighth album and, and i can't i don't know where i'm sure that tapestry came after this
0: and there's a couple a couple of weird things no tapestry is before this i'm pretty sure is it- a couple of weird things I thought was that kind of the juxtaposition here is that I thought the the mix sounded really fucking good, like with the position of the instruments, everything in there. There was a nice low end. Top Street's
1: 1971.
0: So yeah, before this, like I yeah. said. So that was like and the musicianship is excellent. They got some good drummers, yeah. some good guitar players, but it's all pissed away. And
1: her voice is. It, like... I, I was
0: gonna say, hold well, on. Next, my next, uh, next, the next thing I'm gonna say is. Her voice seemed to be so underpowered compared to everything going on that... And I don't even think it was a mix issue. It just it sounded so weak compared to... And, like, if there was drums and guitars and stuff going on, she was just kind of get drowned out. She was in the... Like I said, I don't know if it was a mix thing or what, but it, she sounded too weak to be doing... Voice-wise, to be doing... Co- trying to compete against the guitars. and stuff. It just... It was weird. Yeah, like I said, to me, it was not something I expected at all, so...
1: Yeah, I was excited when you pulled it out because yeah. I'm like, Yeah, I like Carol King. Yep. Yeah. And very disappointed when we put it on and
0: Oh, it's just all the one it's just it's the it opposite was, it was of Jerry a... Jeff. It was just it was just it's one note. Yeah. One one style, one tempo, everything. So it's just yeah, it was dry it was Forty five fucking minutes too, you said. Oh my god. Yeah, it seemed like a long time. Yeah. And it just like has one note and uh so let's move on. Simple things <laughs> by not zero seven. <laughs> by Carol king uh, capital records catalog smas-11667 canada 1977 this is an original pressing and a gatefold condition the cover is good the readable spine wear in the usual places i love
1: how it's textured
0: yeah textured to, to be like a canvas yes yeah, yeah
1: exactly that's what it feels like yeah
0: yeah, it, no, yeah, I I like it's, the packaging. It's a I like, beautiful... I like the artwork and shit. Beautiful that's, cover. Yeah, that's it's really good. And then on the back, it's it's the back of the picture frame, right? Yeah. So it's got all the stuff. So no, it's clever packaging. I really dig that. And you open it up, you got a bit more artwork there and some pictures and stuff.
1: Is the inside textured too or no? Probably uh, not. You know
0: yes. It is all all the other thing. The only thing that's not textured... Oh, the back is textured as well. Hilarious. I thought they were going to leave that smooth. But no, it's, it's all textured. Oh, they yeah. Like you can, can and, and
1: you can see that it's... It looks like a canvas too. Like yeah. it's got that so yeah,
0: shiny. So like I said it's it's good packaging. Scratchy, the spine yeah. is thick so you can still read the all all the information. So that's uh, yeah, I'm down with that. Uh the sleeve uh, is also good to very good. It's original with the lyrics and stuff. It's actually two of these albums I had no all three of these albums I had to get the information off of the albums for designer and art direction and shit like that. So it's it's nice to have the inside slip or I wouldn't have been able to find that information. Um, yeah,
1: sometimes the covers come in handy.
0: Yeah. Uh, vinyl. Very good. It was in very good condition. And I've mentioned the audio. I it was a solid mix. It just, what it was being used for was a waste. Uh, illustrations and photography by Roy Reynolds. Art direction by Roy Reynolds and Roy Kohara. Label design by Rick Evers. And label art by Terry Kruger. So we'll go with Roy Roy Reynolds first. Got a couple of Roy's here. Let's get up the works. So Roy R. I'll call him jazz slash big band player slash art director. Only has two visual credits. Uh this is his first time on the show. Uh, this and Carol King's Welcome Home. Uh, side note to uh, Roy Reynolds. He actually died here in Victoria in 2010. Oh. So yeah, he, we, he might be in one of the cemeteries that we'll walk through. Uh, yeah, so you might have maybe. to go look it up. It's so weird. <laughs> maybe he's down
1: in. Uh, yeah, in yeah, Ross totally. Cemetery.
0: Uh, so Roy Kuhara, an American photog, photog designer, five hundred and fifty-five credits on the show, at least seven times. Doctor Hooks making love, and music, the Steve Miller Band, <laughs> Book of Dreams, uh, Bob Seger's Stranger in Town, Moon Martin, which we. Huge fans of on the show, Escape from Domination,
1: and that's sarcasm, sarcasm,
0: yes. Rubber City Rebels, Rubber City Rebels. Bob Seger's The Distance and Tina Turner's Private Dancer. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> and he's the one that's buried here.
0: No, no, oh, okay, the no. Other guy, the okay. jazz, the jazz guy. He was a okay. big band player and, and jazz musician and shit. And uh, UK born.
1: Huh. Maybe uh, they shipped him back to the UK. Anyways.
0: Maybe I don't know. We have a lot of people buried here in this city. Which we've discovered lately that it's like oh. Um Rick Evers. Rick, an American musician who died from a cocaine overdose in seventy-eight. This is his only credit. I never looked to see what who what band he was a musician for. I don't think it was this band. Maybe it was, but I don't know. And last but not least, Harry. Visual artist with four credits. Uh really the other the other two bands, like a band called Firefall and a band called Robin. And Robin hasn't like the bird Robin, not like Robin people.
1: <laughs> so, and I just want to say there was, a, there is a version of me that probably would have liked this album a lot more, but she's long gone. <laughs>
0: It's like a good scene from Goodfellas. You took that person out in the back of a trunk of a caddy and then <laughs> tied all the side of the road, stabbed it a whole bunch of times, and then buried it in a pit that you had to dig up later and move because <laughs> yeah. they were going to develop the area.
1: I moved on to bigger and better things.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs>
1: bigger and better musicians.
0: <laughs> okay, so what else you got here?
1: Uh, Discogs. Uh, it gets rated 3 out of 5 with 18 people rating. Fuck, whatever. Resale value... Sixty-nine cents, five dollars, and ten dollars in its best condition. Wow. You know who, You know who's that. giving
0: that good that shit good reviews? That mom from Detroit Rock City. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Shay from Detroit Rock City. I haven't seen her Go watch it. That's that's who's listening to this shit. With her glass of wine and her fucking hair.
1: <laughs> her uptightedness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so we're saying. We're saying that was a version of me at one time.
0: No, that is... Maybe. Maybe I was going to say maybe. That might
1: not be too far from the truth.
0: Walking around crying and being uptight at the same time. (laughs) With my perm. With your perm. (laughs) Perm to the max.
1: So I gave it a two out of five.
0: I gave it a one. Fuck this album. (laughs) It's such a waste of time and resources and people's energy. (laughs) Actually, this
1: especially a... ours in 2022. To me, it's... it was a waste of our resources and energy.
0: Yeah, well, to me, it's just like it's the worst kind of it's mediocre, and that's one one of the things that pisses me off the most is mediocre movies and music. Especially
1: just... because she's so prolific. Yes,
0: exactly. Like
1: with tapestry and stuff. The only interesting thing about this album is the is the packaging. Packaging the yeah. cover.
0: Yeah, packaging is solid. Okay. Yeah. Also down. Yeah,
1: oh, got that off <laughs> off our chest. All right. Last but not least okay UK Danger Money my throat's getting kind of well it's dry scratchy yeah. um so UK the band they were a British progressive rock supergroup, originally active from 77 to 1980 uh the band was founded by bass player John Wetton and drummer Bill Bruford formerly the rhythm section of King Crimson mm-hmm. uh, they also played with Uriah Heap, Wishbone Ash um, yeah, they- Yeah,
0: didn't he was it like a part of Yes as well? Or was it another guy? One of the other guys, yeah. Uh,
1: That was rounded out by violinist, keyboardist, Eddie Jobson from Curved Air, Roxy Music, and Jethro Tull and (laughs) guitarist Alan Holdsworth. Uh, Bruford and Holdsworth left the band in 1978. So before this album was even... Oh, before it was out. Yeah, like they only did two albums and they left before this one, this one came out. And he was replaced by Terry Bozio, uh, from missing persons and Frank Zappa. Oh, okay. So, Danger Money is their second and final studio album, uh, and they did four live albums as well.
0: Oh, well, no they just just went on tour, recorded the tour a couple of times, released the live albums. Well,
1: and and funny because these profit. those three guys that ended up they ended up as a trio. Yeah. And the three guys that were left actually reunited in 2012 and went on a world One tour. Bit of a tour, yeah. With their stuff. Uh the the album went to number 45 on the US charts. All right. So, on this album is John Wetton, Eddie Jobson and Terry Bozio. Okay. Uh it was released in 1979. It went to number 45 in the US Billboard, and all songs were written by Eddie Jobson and John Wetton. Producer Eddie Jobson 27 credits to his name. Uh mostly UK and his own solo work, mm-hmm. and John Wetton had 56 producing credits. UK, um, his own solo work, and the band Asia, Asia, which he used to be a part of.
0: Oh, another, okay.
1: Yeah. So track listing on this album. uh, Side A, Danger Money, Rendezvous 6.02, The Only Thing She Needs, Side B, Caesar's Palace Blues, Nothing to Lose, and Carrying No Cross. The runtime on this album, 42 minutes, 12 seconds. For Context The before album was their self titled album UK yeah. released in 1978, and the after was a live album Night After Night released in 1979.
0: Hmm. yeah, it, it's funny. Um, I love when I see only six songs and it's like one of them's 12 minutes long. <laughs>
1: well, it's like, that's prog, yeah, so right? like, yeah. Like
0: yeah, right away. It's like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start out with something. I mostly really like this album. One thing I didn't like, actually, I didn't like that Rendezvous song. Uh, to me, it sounded too much like a Peter Gabriel song, and it kind of fucked up the flow of having this super group of, of fucking King Crimson and shit. It's like, it's all soft, and a lot just like, no, get to the fucking other stuff. But the other stuff is amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this
1: this this album was more in my wheelhouse,
0: for sure. Oh, yeah, for, right away. And I'll say right of the songs off the top, I kind of like their... Almost like a reverse order, um, like you said, you could put the whole album on here. But yeah. uh, carrying no cross, which is the 12-minute song, uh, Caesar's Palace Blues, and the only thing she needs. Those to me, those I put those three on our list. Those stood out to me. But uh, yeah, go ahead. You, you gotta. You, you really like this album, so I did.
1: I did a lot, and um, it's funny because it's another one that we pulled from the collection. After we finished the podcast last week, yeah, and I was like, "Who the fuck are UK?"
0: Yeah, that's weird because I thought we had covered an album of theirs before. And we hadn't.
1: Well, no, because they only had two. Yeah, two exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and you've... to have
1: both of them in the collection would have been awesome. But... And then
0: you looked it up, and you're like, "Oh, it's like King Crimson and Yes and all this." So it's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. No wonder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No wonder. Um, yeah, I really, 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 really like this album. I would give it um i'll listen again from start to finish i would download the entire thing yeah it's a
0: a whole album it's on spotify so that's good news yeah it is i've it's definitely
1: listening to stuff
0: it's definitely one of those uh, i agree with you one of those albums and because you have the king crimson and all that man like the drum there's some i i asked you at one point about the bass and stuff and it's like there's this one song where there's just the bass and synth and and drums are just like fucking rock, just rocking it
1: yeah i was i was sitting doing my research and <laughs> yeah. i just kind of sit back and sigh every once in a while yeah, because it was like just all so... this stuff
0: going on and these time changes and... and it
1: was it was like so good for my ear holes yes
0: yeah, yeah totally yeah and
1: my heart was going baboon, baboon. <laughs> i like this i like
0: this it's good yeah especially after that carol king pile of shit
1: <laughs> just like
0: oh super proggy 70s rock. so
1: two albums in this collection like in this week's episode that have really kind of surprised us oh for sure yeah um, yeah and yeah this is like this was like the creme de la creme the chef's kiss mm-hmm. the icing on the cake for this episode like
0: for sure and i will say i do have one more little kind of negative point about it is i think the the mix could been better Ah. I wish it was bigger and more open because there's, there's lots of bigger,
1: faster, stronger.
0: Bigger, that's why actually bigger, harder, faster, something yeah. like that.
1: Because
0: <laughs> there, there's a lot of like, especially the drumming and the bass play. There's lots of stuff going on. There's so much like little changes and and like signature changes and, and just fills like little details that sometimes kind of get lost because it's not a very wide. It doesn't have a very much low end, so it kind of. You know i had to kind of crank it up there a little bit to hear all the stuff but uh i a remaster of that would be nice and, and fix all those little things but
1: i thought i read somewhere that there was a remaster <laughs> in 2012 but i could be getting it confused
0: i would be surprised if they went back out on tour they probably put those albums out before or around that time yeah. so mm. but, but other than that yeah I mean, it's like everything that we like here on the show with yeah. uh with the artists that we like on the show so it's just like, yeah, a super ultra proggy, super duper group. Uh and then really nothing else to add about it, but like because we covered so much of this. Uh like everybody knows Crimson and yes, and like it's just in that wheelhouse, it's all these guys, and they bring they bring that shit to your to to this. And yeah, I love it.
1: Definitely, I, I definitely. Love, love the shit. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Danger money, UK, Polydor Records, catalog, PD-1-6194. Canada, 1979. Uh, the condition, the cover, it, it's okay, slash poorish. It has, the, <laughs> the spine is not readable. Um, so that's why it gets its poorish. But at the same time, it's like the cover's not ripped up or anything. It's not broken. No. It's just worn worn off on the edge. It's one of those albums that it happens every once in a while where the spine is just, like, ultra skinny and small. I don't know, some spines are great. That's why I like some of the gate folds, because they, they kind of hold up a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at here? Uh so I've read that. Okay, sleeve, uh original with lyrics. It's in okay condition. And the vinyl, uh I had lot had lots of hard pops. There were skips, there's scratches, there's scuffs. The especially the second side of this album is not in great condition. Um so we actually the last time we listened to it was on Spotify. Yeah. And the audio I said like I said, that's weak for me it's a big big weak point. It said it's okay. It's not as big as bigger as wise it should be. Uh, Lacks bass and low end, like just the small details. And Then, if you're gonna have music that's that intricate and has got all of those little changes and fills and things, let me fucking hear it. Don't don't make don't make me. Yeah, make don't me, make
1: me go searching. Don't for make it. me
0: yeah. Don't make me come looking for you guys. Uh, cover and design. This one actually fucking surprised me the most. <laughs> this 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 blew my mind. Hypnosis. God damn, I love those guys. Hypnosis. Oh, I, owner of your visual music dreams um british art design group founded in 1968 and run by storm Thorgerson, aubrey powell and peter christopher christopherson yeah christopherson christopherson not christopherson oh it's a little bit different okay. anyways well you know what let's just say it's not christopherson but let's just say that
1: okay, okay. <laughs> let's call, we'll call
0: him peter ferguson um <laughs>
1: Oh, you have Ferguson on
0: the band. <laughs> I haven't mentioned him for like an episode or two, so it's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> so,
1: uh, oh, I'm sure he was involved in this somehow.
0: Somehow, I think so, or at least the guys that worked on this worked on on Jay Ferguson album. So, 440 credits. Uh, these guys have been on the show at least 16 fucking times, at least. Uh, just, I'm
1: surprised it's only 16 to And be that's honest. just going. And
0: I think it's more than that. But this is just going through and looking for the blue, or yeah, like green, the green, the green marks. marks. yeah. So I know there's more, but it was just it's so much. So here we go. I wrote them the fuck down.
1: Oh wow. Because
0: mm-hmm. people need to know.
1: Normally you don't. So this. Not is with
0: way. 16, but when, when it comes to the hypnosis, they they tend to get the extra treatment. So uh, Pink Floyd, Amagama, Pink Floyd, Metal, ELO, ELO two. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy, Pink Floyd's A Nice Pair, which is Pink Floyd's two first albums, Bad Co's *Bad Co*, Wings, Venus, and Mars, uh, Alan Parsons Project, Tales of Mystery and Imagination, uh, Led Zeppelin's Presence, Alan Parsons Project, I, Robot, Wishbone, Ash, No Smoke Without Fire, Sticks, Pieces of Eight, Alan Parsons Project, Pyramid, Alan Parsons Project, Eve, or just Eve, UFOs, No Place to Run, Led Zepp's Coda, Bad Co's Rough Diamonds, and Paul McCartney's Tug of War.
1: It's like they were doing those album covers for us.
0: Yes, <laughs> just for us specifically. Just in this, for us. I know because we
1: <laughs> like those albums.
0: We do, and we like Hypnosis. Yes.
1: Yeah. So that's we love that, Hypnosis.
0: Yes, and that's it for me.
1: All right. So on uh, Discogs, this album gets rated 3.73 out of 5 with 30 people rating. They
0: really really did cover some fucking great albums, man. It's amazing to me. Just fucking classic albums.
1: Yeah. Uh, Resale value, $3, $10.45. And in good condition, $41.03. No,
0: this is not going to fetch you $40 on the market. (laughs) No.
1: I am giving this album a 5 out of 5. Oh, you're
0: going to go with the 5.
1: I did go with the 5. Oh, nice. I think it's a must-listen.
0: Yeah, I recommend it. I recommend it as a listen as well. I'll give it four. gave give two, two reasons. of One song, it's kind of like eh, and uh, the mix. But other than that, it gives a four. I recommend it, highly recommend it. If you haven't heard the UK, there's a lot of great prog stuff going on here. Crimson, like I've mentioned a million times.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of excited about uh, maybe listening to uh, one or two of their live albums too. Just to see what they do.
0: Yeah, to see what the show's and, like, the live and, show's like. Yeah, the yeah. live show. Yeah. yeah, we'll check that out. All right then, there you go. So UK down, perfect. So obviously, it goes without saying what the two, what the what the album of the week is here, uh, and both of us are gonna go with UK on this one.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna give a special uh, shout out to Jerry Jeff Walker on this one too because it was, a, it was a nice surprise, nice palate cleanser.
1: Yeah, for me too because I spent there was an era of my life where I was kind of.
0: <laughs> <Forced>. held hostage <laughs>
1: held hostage to country music and i really started to dislike it because we had a radio on in the bedroom that was playing 24 7. yeah all country like, oh, like at, while all, we slept oh so it was God. like brainwashing brainwashing yes. <laughs> us. so programmed. once i was out of that situation and i didn't have to listen to country anymore i've like kind of left it in the dust so for me to say that I like this album is yeah, a big deal. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think <laughs> and
1: that I'm I'm gonna go listen to some more. Well,
0: I think that kind of goes with what we're talking about before though is that it's not just it's not a Shakira album. It's not no. one of those and just with one note. It's got a bunch of different stuff on it, and that's yeah. why it works. I think so, yeah, you know, totally. so well. So, all right. So, same thing. And
1: Merry Christmas. Happy
0: holidays. Happy New Year's. The New Year's thing. Oh, that's right. The New Year's. Um,
1: we probably won't be back until after the New Year.
0: Yeah, probably. We'll see.
1: And happy Hanukkah. Hanukkahs.
0: Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. All the things.
1: Yeah, enjoy, enjoy your holiday. time off, family time. Hail, <laughs> Satan, Hail Satan! Hail the Easter Bunny! Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, take care. Bye.